What's up, guys? This is Manuel. This is Phoenix. And this is Full Drop Podcast. As always, we want to give a special thanks to those who tuned in to our last episode. Uh, it went really, really well. It's all about hype. Uh, we got positive feedback on it, and we really dove deep into um, the what is hype, whether it was music, sneakers, uh, fashion, and uh, yeah, how do you think it went, Phoenix? Yeah, I think it went really well. Um, it was, yeah, like I said, it was really dope to kind of just dive into the culture of like what is hype, because there's so many things that are definitely, you know, out there, um, whether it's Supreme, you know, shoes that are hyped up. Um, it was a lot of fun, t- you know, taking a look at those new sneakers too, with the dog walkers and the the Air Max, the Susans, and uh, you know, just the on airs, like all those. You seeing those, you know, in person for the first time was really dope. Uh, yeah, no, I had a lot of fun. Uh, you know, those kind of episodes where it's just us talking about, you know, really cool things and um, you know, different subjects that we're into is just always, you know, the best thing to talk about. Um, kind of getting into things, you know, what's what's been going on with you this week with the business and everything? Um, business has been booming, honestly. Um, I'm really humbled about it. I've had a lot of people pre-order through me that, you know, of course, I don't even know some of these customers, but, uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm humbled by it that a lot of people have trusted my company and uh, getting their sneakers and, you know, being their go-to uh, sneaker plug. And uh, before I get more into it, I just want to say I, we apologize if you guys are... Are listening to us and you hear some uh, stuff going on in the background uh, our neighbors decided to do construction on a Sunday so <laughs> <laughs> Sunday's film day for us but um yeah so it's been going really well uh, I closed off all the pre-orders for the Travis Scott ones I closed off all the pre-orders for the bread fours a lot of people uh, pre-ordered through us so I'm really excited uh, to actually take you guys on the journey now because we are gonna be uh, filming our own YouTube channel mm-hmm. filming everything day to day whether that's thrifting with uh, rise again vintage and uh, sneaker you know sneaker runs uh, myself uh, 99 and um, yeah I'm super excited about it and I'm glad that we're actually gonna be able to take our customers and not only our customers but just those who love sneakers sneakerheads and uh, actually take you guys behind the scenes and what actually goes down because I, I do feel like a lot of times, you know, people think that sneakers may just pop up randomly on our doorstep and that's how we get our sneakers, but there's so much footwork that we have to put in and I feel like nobody is actually filming it and I don't know exactly why they're not, but I feel like a lot of times, at least in my head, I feel like they don't want other people to know or maybe, you know, it might they feel like they might hurt their business, but in my mind, I feel like it will actually help their business more and people can actually like you know trust them more and say oh you know before i pre-order i can look at how they do it and you know i'm an actual person i'm not just you know someone behind a phone trying to take people's money i actually do provide a service and you know have uh stuff for sale whether it's supreme sneakers and you know lately i've been getting more into your background with uh the vintage um it's been going really well I literally been hitting up every thrift store I could. I found some uh, these Air Maxes plus, you know, all black, and um, I'm super excited. My voice just cracked, but uh, <laughs> super excited about those. Uh, meeting up a customer for those. Uh, this Tommy jacket, super super dope. My girl helped me find that. Uh, I found I found some Paul Georges, flipped those. Um, some KDs also flipped those, and yeah. you know it's been it's been different for me because you know I'm not. I love like thrift. I love thrifted stuff and I love vintage stuff, but I never was really that person that did that for a living or you know actually made money on it. So actually being able to find stuff that not only I like but other people like and you know they purchase it off of me is really dope to see. And actually kind of getting into your 
your uh, background with what you do yeah so how's been business for you yeah it's been good man we just been uh you know doing the same thing you know thrifting selling and all that um the website's been doing well you know we've been selling on there we just wrapped up our 20 percent off sale a lot of people messed with that and that was really cool and um, we you know, like i said we like to throw out those promotions once in a while um just you know kind of showing you know love to everybody and then at illis you know uh people you know here locally you know been messing with it a lot uh, with vintage with bowie and i and um you know, it's just really cool to see uh though like you said like the whole the one thing i'm really excited about is uh you know doing the youtube and stuff like that you know with full drop tv um you know with my side of things with the rise again vintage uh, show on there you know we're going to be doing trip to thrifts and um you know doing mail calls and like just a whole bunch of different things talk about you know retro tv and music and everything and that's something i've always wanted to do i've always wanted to do like something with video and like get into whether it was i remember even like back when i was reselling sneakers i really wanted to do like sneaker youtube and stuff like that but like i just never you know got into it and i'm glad that i'm doing something uh with it that's you know something i'm you know really enjoy which is thrifting and vintage clothing and retro things and everything and uh, i think it's going to be like another step into like our process to like showing people our interviews that we do with people visually because you know it's one thing seeing you know audio wise like what you can listen to which is really dope but like seeing visual and seeing our conversation uh is going to be really cool to see yeah a lot of people actually um a lot of our listeners were hitting me up saying like hey we actually want to see what's going mm-hmm. on in the interview so like sometimes we have sneakers on here and people you know obviously if you're listening to this the podcast audio you can't see it but we want to give that you know extra steps to people who actually can actually uh see the shoes that we have in hand if we have someone come in that uh we actually plan to have like you know um artists and they can show their clothing or whatever they want to show off to um our listeners they can actually show that that piece of clothing or whatever it might be and uh yeah i think it's more it's more like a um i would say for me personally it's it's an advantage for us we can show more and you know a lot of people prefer audio some people actually want to see what's going on in the actual podcast so i think it's going to be super dope i'm super excited for it and like i said with the whole um sneaker youtube channel um on my side of it we want to just take people somewhere different i feel like a lot of sneaker youtube is really you know, it's it's just the same thing. People were just, oh, hey, I just, you know, spent this much amount of money on sneakers. And I, I want to actually motivate people and show people that no matter your age, you can start a business off of this. You can make money off of this, whether that's full-time or maybe part-time on the side. You can make money off of it, but you have to put in footwork. There's so much footwork that has to go in for you to actually be successful. And that's what I really want to show people. Yeah, and uh, that's definitely something that a lot of people can i you know hopefully um you know resonate with and you know just understand is like it's not just you know all this vintage clothing you know just appears to me or it's not this you know all these you know sneakers and things like that appear to you like we put in the work and we want to show you guys and you know that we put in the work but then also a motivating factor to whatever you do whether it's sneakers vintage music anything like if you put in the work you'll see results like and that's something you know big for us that we really want to show you um but getting into you know today's episode we got a big interview um we got uh, the artist uh, be well he's from des moines uh, he's a local rapper here uh we're gonna be talking with him you know just about you know his music and how he got started and everything uh you know he's a big fashion guy big mm-hmm. sneaker guy so um definitely gonna love talking with him about that and then uh 
you know, kind of talking about different things that he likes to do. I know he's a big, uh, you know, impact into the community and mm-hmm. he loves giving back to, you know, the kids and everything. So he has an event coming up with that that I'm sure he'll talk about. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's a, let's get into that Be Well interview. And, uh, you know, thanks, you guys, for listening. Stay tuned. All right, guys, we're back uh, with our interview. Uh, we got the artist known as Be Well here. Uh, Be Well, why don't you go in and tell everybody about yourself? Yeah, what's going on, man? My name is Billy Be Well Weathers. I'm from Des Moines, Iowa. I was born, I was born here. Moved to Las Vegas when I was uh, about 12 years old. Now I came back for for college. Graduated in 2013, and been working on music just in the Des Moines area and with artists ever since. So happy to be here. Definitely. Uh, what you know, being from Des Moines and yeah. kind of having a different music scene here, I would mm-hmm. say. You know what kind of made you get into music and uh get into you know rap and just music in general i'd say primarily why i got into music was because i was always influenced heavy by it my parents used to listen to music a lot Uh, my father in general would always play music on sunday mornings and so just music's always just been like a a passion of mine started playing the trumpet in third and fourth grade and then kind of continued to play uh, brass instrumentation up until high school and then kind of got more into sports and so that's kind of i guess where i got tapped in more into hip-hop because uh, it's kind of hip-hop and sports are synonymous uh very similar and then oh yeah for sure and then uh just in college um was kind of frustrated with the music that i had been listening to there's always uh always different approaches to take and so i would hear some of my art my favorite artists like instrument uh instrumentals and i would really enjoy them and then i wanted to kind of take my own stab at them you know never really had the confidence to show anybody but i was writing it to myself and it kind of grew and prospered from there how did you know that music was something that you actually wanted to go into i'm not sure honestly it just it kind of kept snowballing um the first sold out show was kidding in 2014 at woolies Mm -hmm. and um being on stage and just under the lights and like just the that atmosphere the crowd the music everything i kind of got addicted from then and just wanted to figure out how to turn that into a profession you know how do you do that every night <laughs> so Definitely. And that's something that i've noticed that you do different than a lot of like artists you mm-hmm. know i see whether it's local or just in general is like you i feel like you have like a professionalism with music but you thank you the, the passions there too like mm-hmm. there can be someone who's passionate about music but doesn't know the business side of things or like Correct. the professionalism and know how to how you want to book a show how you want to put everything together how you want to make a video how you want to do and we'll talk yes, more a little bit about that later but uh that's that's something i've really have noticed do you feel like over time you kind of capture that like mindset or is it more mm-hmm. like you know just kind of just happen would you say i'd say i went to school i went to simpson college from 09 to 13 and i um graduated with my degree in integrated marketing and communications and so business and just marketing in general has always been something that I've taken very seriously and I've always noticed that about just music in general Um, as much as we don't want it to be there's like a look that goes into just the music industry in general and so I always knew that there was a like you said a professional look and tone that needed to be addressed within my visual aspects the way I conducted myself my character and all that so I think it's all looking at the bigger picture because I think it's it's something to be talented, um, but it's another to have all your pieces in line. I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot more talented musicians than myself, you know, and just just in general that really don't stick because of whatever reason. But I always feel like uh, marketing has a huge oh yeah huge reason, you know. Yeah, that's so. something. Yeah, that's something that I can definitely see. Uh, do you feel like because there's things with you know 
especially your music like i've noticed like i mean the videos that you, you know produce and like everything has like a vision to it instead of just okay. like you know just throwing it on there and you know kind of seeing what sticks or like yeah. you know what i mean like so the mindset of going into kind of you know those videos or you know just even like the way that you market um i know you said it has you know with schooling and everything yeah do you do you feel like you owe a lot of that to like going to school and everything or is there things that you um, feel like you can kind of just look into and say you know this yeah. is how i want to kind of picture that and yeah i think i think the school definitely played its part you know you learned uh certain things you kind of learn just like the more structured yeah. results and like if you do this this is x y and z this is what you're gonna get and so I feel like it definitely, I, I could never downplay school in regards to what it taught me, but I also could never downplay just um, me taking in hip hop and just the culture in general. And you just learn what works, what doesn't work, what you enjoy from artists, what you don't enjoy. And then I remember Jay Cole said in the interview, he's just kind of as an artist, when you're starting out, you're kind of just like a, a walking, I don't know, plethora of everybody that you listen to. And then like through time, you kind of start breaking off from those molds and you, you keep what you like from those. and. I don't know. You build from there, so that's definitely true. Um, that's something, yeah. That I can definitely respect that. Uh, going into you know one thing that I've noticed with you know here in Des Moines, yeah. um, something that I've seen a lot with you is uh, the the way you give back to the community as well. Yes, sir. Uh, okay. Is that something that when you got into music, did that have the mindset, or just kind of were you thinking like I want to make music? I want that to be my professional career, but I also want yeah. to give back to the community as well. I always wanted a platform. I always got very frustrated with artists that had the ability to reach thousands, if not millions of people, and they never used it for any betterment. You know, it's cool to buy chains. It's cool to flex. It's always cool to, you know what I mean, do things. But a lot of envy is created from that. And just, I think a lot of insecurities flourish from that. And I think that every human, including myself, balances trying to fight those through just like a daily daily struggle but I always it was always my mission that if I got a platform I was going to use it to give back and inspire and try to open people's eyes because that's what hip-hop did for me you know just in general I didn't really I didn't grow up in like the streets of Harlem or down in the Ninth Ward in Louisiana or like in LA or anything so I was very I don't want to say detached from the streets you know what I mean I understood it and I always respected it but I just did, I wasn't in it and so I learned a lot from that and I don't know I always wanted to <clears throat> provide a just a platform in general to wake somebody up you know because that's what that's what some artists that's what my favorite artists were able to do with me so i respect that a lot because i feel like a lot of times there's artists that like you said have a platform but yeah. they don't really use it so i respect that you actually said hey i'm gonna do something different yeah i'm gonna help out the community that supports me for sure thank you so, man yeah i appreciate that and i know you uh so you have an event coming up um supporting yes, jackson elementary and everything. Yeah. i know you've worked with them before and, yeah um, i love I've jackson seen, <laughs> uh the thing i think that's really dope with a lot of times people you know forget about the youth and they forget about the old that's right, right, right. I, I can see a lot and the youth so important because that's our future you know Correct. what i mean and so uh going to you know you, there's there's a difference between just giving money to someone but actually going there like i saw you did like school assemblies and stuff like that yes, and, like talking yep, with yep. the kids and everything um how how did that kind of happen and mm -hmm. then how you know leading up to that partnership and everything like have you enjoyed kind of going and you know talking with the kids yeah i'd say first off that it, it started with uh, one of my best friends that i live with one of my roommates right now his name is jim stessman and his sister katie stessman is actually she's currently the uh, music director the music teacher that at uh, jackson and so 
I remember it was either last year or two years ago. She she'd asked me to just come speak or just perform a couple songs, maybe like at an assembly, and I loved it. I loved like the reaction to him. You know, I still got like nervous, okay. And these I'm like looking at these like second graders, and I'm just like, dang. But uh, yeah, from there it kind of just. I don't know. I, I gained more momentum off that. I enjoyed doing it, and uh, I don't know. Just through talking like with my friends, we uh, figured out how to do like a food drive for them last year around like just Thanksgiving time, and um, yeah, it's just I enjoy, and my friends just enjoy like us as a as a unit enjoy being able to give back. You know, we we're not starving by any means. You know, and I feel like a lot of people aren't, and so it's just like I could always go, and my friends could always go spend money on some frivolous things or. I don't know, trick it off, yeah, but it's it's cool to be able to just, I don't know, you know, like when we made the donation towards the music program, I honestly have no idea where it's going, you know, you just trust that it's going to go, yeah, to to a a better cause and something that's higher than us. So, So, uh, one thing that I, and you said, you know, you played instruments and all that stuff during school, Mm -hmm. one thing I've noticed, and it's something that bothers me, because like, I mean, I've always been big into sports, but I never really played like, you know, uh, team sports and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, but... I've noticed over the years, especially like we both went to North High and mm-hmm. like so over the years I've noticed with like just especially with, you know, even that school, just in general, like a lot of the arts are quote unquote like dying. A lot of the programs in schools, like For sure. they're not putting as much money into it. They're not. Is that something that, you know, kind of when you wanted to do something into like the art, you know, yeah. with the elementary and stuff like that, is that something they see in the future? Maybe like because I feel like with music in general and the arts programs, whether mm-hmm. it's music, whether it's, you know, drama and all that stuff, mm-hmm. it doesn't get as much love as like some of the other. Correct. Know, yeah. Yeah. Because it's it, there's not that that instant gratification. We live in that pop, that, that, that microwave lifestyle now. And so I think that a lot of people are getting away from music in general. And it's it's very I think it creates a hindrance on the youth because I, I feel like you don't really see the the benefits until later on in your life mm-hmm. um, from from music and yeah. reading music and really being around it and feeling vibrations and energy and having to be like in a class and learn notes and structure and things like that is I feel like is extremely important uh, just to brain development you know and so teaching kids at a young age and getting them inspired to uh, you know not everybody's gonna be Beethoven not everybody's yeah. gonna be Prince or yeah. just even have like a platform to create their music but everybody can definitely benefit from just learning, you know, and I it, it upsets me when they make budget cuts for that. You know, I understand. Uh, yeah. I I don't understand the entire tax system or the demographic of how money gets like displaced into schools. I know that there's a discrepancy and definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. rich school, there's rich schools and there's poor schools. You know, but I feel like I don't know. It's it's okay to be rich and poor later on in life, but I feel like kids should kind of get that same level playing field, you know, because they don't really have a say in the circumstances that they were born into, so. You think that with that, when you said there's rich and poor, Mm -hmm. you think a lot of times with the poorer schools, they get, they don't get, like, the the opportunities that they should be getting at their age. Yeah, 100%. And that's, I feel like that's a, that's teachers getting overworked and underpaid, Mm -hmm. you know, and so that's, they can go in there with the best intentions and the greatest heart, but people definitely start to feel beat down you know by the system that they have to they have to play a company to it they can't just go in there and teach kids rogue like however they choose to you know they still have a curriculum that they have to enforce and so but yeah i definitely think that it has to do with the amount of funding that schools get like i said i'm not on i'm not on like the pta or like the school boards or you know i would like to go listen in and speak and give my my two-piece you know but i don't know there's there's work to be done. There yeah, always is, you know. So, 
I also want to get into, we talk about sneakers, and I know For sure. a lot of times yeah. I see your pictures, and yeah. you're wearing um, some heat. Thank you. Um, <laughs> like, what's your favorite sneaker to wear on stage? Because you did talk about how, like, all the lights and stuff when you first experienced it. What's your favorite sneaker to wear? Um, I remember, I'm a big, uh, big Crip fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but he was talking about how he just wears like a new pair of Jordans every time he was on stage. And I remember I tried to do that, and then I was like, I ain't got money <laughs> yeah. to do that. You know what I mean? I, it sounds tight, but no, uh, I I feel like I just have like kind of like two styles in general. I have like a very like formal wear, and then I have like an athletic wear, like that I I don't know, like the two sides of me, I guess. And so, like even at CultureCon, I was wearing more of like a. I don't know, like dress shoe, you know, like a loafer type. So I enjoy doing that when it's like time to bring that out. You know, there's some shows where like uh, we had a show uh, this last Friday in Sioux City where I was wearing like more like my athletic fit and I was wearing my 11s. You know what I mean? Was it when like 96? Is that the red ones? Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I I don't know that there's just like one pair, you know, but it's definitely it's either Jordans or like some kind of fly loafer for sure. What would you say like as a sneaker right now that, you don't have that you really need in your collection that i need yeah. uh i say the ones that i really want are the uh, the travis scott the cactus jacks those like baby blue ones oh, yeah. the fire oh, yeah. yep and i'm a big fan of the my favorite shoe of all time is the flint blue uh 13s oh, and so yeah i'm a big fan of uh just the 13 in general and there was always a pair of, like i forgot what that was called like they were like the bumblebee colors it was like black and yellow and it was low top and i remember this dude in vegas had him and i was always yeah. just so like now i don't want to say envious i probably was at that <laughs> yeah. age you know what i mean but i was like damn he's just fly man i want these so probably one of those three well we i want to talk about like you know you, you spoke about the travis scott's yeah and you know this collab with nike mm-hmm. a lot of brands right now are collaborating with artists what company would you choose to collab collaborate with and why it's a tough question. I was thinking about this earlier. Um, it'd be cool to do something with like an up up and coming brand, yeah. you know, even if it was somebody that's just local and starting off. Um, as far as like established, I rest, uh, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. We lost a legend, but I really liked what he was doing with Puma mm-hmm. and just the uh, just the collaboration, just in general. It's a, like a, it's a fly look and like just kind of like his style. Like the West Coast had like a big influence on my music when I moved to Las Vegas, and so. Uh, I would say either that or you know like Nike has a lot of resources so you know like you could you could definitely make some crazy fly stuff with them um, what would you say yeah. it would look like or what would it have on it if you can make one uh, it'd be like a, a versatile you know what I mean I like I like being active you know I, yeah. I, I bike run uh, who like who lift all that and so I would like it to be something that's like versatile mm-hmm. you know like a night like a Nike Air Max or something that you yeah. can wear. You know, you, yeah. you probably shouldn't hoop in it because you're risking your ankles, but yeah. like, <laughs> but you can if you need to type thing. It would look, but like classy at the same time. Like if you had to flex on somebody and wear it out real quick. You know, so, I've noticed a lot with your fashion. We spoke mm-hmm. about sneakers. I want to get more into the actual fit. Yes, sir. And uh, what's some of your inspirations from your outfits that you put together? I'd say my pops was a big one. You know, just um, growing up, he was always like just fly you know it, like yeah. fashion really meant a lot to him yeah. you know and which is a it can be a good and a bad thing you know sometimes i'll be stressing myself out if, if the blues don't match yeah. you know what i mean i'll be like yeah. i gotta scratch the whole fit but just in, in general i've always had like a i don't even i don't know if it's an eye for fashion i've always just enjoyed it like when somebody looks like sharp like i really respect that um i remember going to church a few times with my, my grandmother 
and you know Sunday best like people look yeah. their flyers to church and so I was always mad impressed with that and like and just hip hop in general like it's just if you're on stage and you don't look fly people yeah. are just discrediting like you you have no credit yeah. <laughs> so it's like if you're gonna be up there talking about fly shit and this is what you do and yada yada like you have to look the part and so I've always taken that and I don't know. Always tried to run with it. That's one thing I definitely um, like is you know you you take care of like you know looking into fashion and everything. And yeah. the one thing I've noticed is so you you know with the athletic wears, you know, a lot of people wear Jordan stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. also can turn the tables and like you said, wear some loafers. Yeah, exactly. Things like yeah. there's not a lot of people that can like, like yeah, you know, switch, switch the Jordans and then yeah. go, go wear some <laughs> put loafers. Put off that business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to like, be able to look fly enough to pull up to the charity event, exactly. yeah. but then go hoop. Yeah, right afterwards yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah i feel that you spoke about like you know uh being on stage and if you like you're spot you're talking about being fly you gotta you know look the part yes sir who right now do you think in music has a big influence in people and how people dress hmm i guess i don't know i'm, I'm pretty reclusive when it comes to just music. I, I think that, like, I, I study a lot, you know, but I'm also, like, in my own box, my own head, like, doing my own thing. So uh, I would say the people that I follow the heaviest would be, like, Nipsey. I think that he had, he had a big influence on, like, just, like, my look, like, the like the simpler, like, colors, the aspects. I like, like, the, the sweatsuit-looking feel. Uh, Drake, obviously, has shifted as far as just colors and, you know, just that overall. Yeah, 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 you know. Um I don't know. I respect how Cole goes about it. You know, people like they're like he looks like a bum, but like hey. it is what it is, man. You know what yeah. I mean? He got everything he wanted, and then he realized it really wasn't like what he wanted. So yeah. it's like I respect that. Um, who else in regards? I'm not like I, I like old Kanye. You know, yeah. you know, Mr. Old yeah. Kanye. Yeah, you know, like I, he's kind of on like backpack. Kanye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on his wild shit ever since he married Kim. So yeah. I don't know. He, he's kind of off the boat for me. Um, but obviously, he's a like an icon within yeah. fashion, yeah. you know. Uh, Pusha T, I respect him a lot. Even when we saw him in Des Moines, he was wearing, like, this fly ass. Yeah. Like, that, you know what I mean? I have no idea how much it was. Probably $10,000, like, suit he had on. But, like, it was it was real cold. Um, who else? And, like, sports. That's what's cool about sports. I, like, watch, like, Odell. Odell will always Odell pull up in some fly yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Just, like, and pushing the envelope. Russell Westbrook getting a little out there hey, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But, like... I noticed the NBA players get yeah. into the, like, the short suits, like yep. LeBron. When yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in the finals last year, and he had, like, yeah. the short... I don't know about Pulled up. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> that gif of him walking out with no, yeah. shit, no shorts <laughs> is comedy. Yeah, I would say... I, I think, just in general, just, I, like, the, the bigger icons. Obviously, they have the more, like stage time they're, they're in the camera more so yeah. we see them more but I feel like there's a lot of people that are making their influences and just like little subtle things here and there that are cool definitely and, uh, you know speaking of you know you're definitely talking about artists and everything I mean mm -hmm. you know you being a musician and uh, you know definitely like you said growing up listening to music and everything what's yep. what's an album or you know maybe an artist that has inspired you has changed your life you know mm -hmm. just something that really had an impact because I feel like there's albums like for me personally that literally you know just changed my life for when sure. you listen to it so 100 percent. i would say some albums that changed my life uh the first unedited album that i ever got was beg for mercy by g unit mm -hmm. and so like i was living in like beaverdale <laughs> and these dudes is talking you know what i mean like yeah. one of their songs is called buddy and they're talking about how their best friend's a gun like yeah. i don't know i always thought that shit was so hard uh lloyd banks 50 cent and young buck were always yeah. like I don't know, like three of my idols. Lupe Fiasco, I've always respected intelligence. Yeah. I love intelligent, like people that can 
I don't know. It's it's one to be intelligent. It's another thing to be able to then relay that in your music and get people to understand it and things like that. So Lupe Fiasco's The Cool uh, yeah. that dropped in like 2007. And just the fact that like when he showed it to his label, like they didn't like any of it. And, you know, and it was, it's probably one of his most successful besides like Food and Liquor. Um, it's another one. Nas's album, the self-titled, yeah. it was called uh, Nigger. You know what I mean? But uh, he, he switched it to Nazir. Um just him him speaking on like America in general and just like all the flaws that he sees was that that really opened my eyes to a lot of things and kind of made me dive more into my history that's what's another one uh, Tetsu and Youth by Lupe uh, I'm trying to think of like full on albums that I can listen to like front to back no yeah. skip you know Victory Lap shout out Nipsey yeah that's that's probably one of my top three albums of all time you know just in general from like I said, I, I like the the professionalism. And so from like the way that he debuted that, from how he had a music video to everything all yeah. year dropping, like that was just brilliant to me. And so, and he's just speaking on, you know, he came from Slauson. Yeah, like he, came, yeah, he came from the, like the rose that grew out of the concrete and changed yeah. his community forever. So yeah, I would say that one more than any of them. And I've been listening to it, obviously, just in regards to in the, the shift in the culture and time that we're at, so. Definitely. Who would be a dream artist that you would record with? Him. Him. Yeah. Yep. It just, I don't know. It would be. It would have been dope to. I always had like a like a thought in my mind that I was gonna meet him one day. So it really it, it fucked me up when like I remember Telly like my Telly Banks, my my other roommate and the artist here in town. He, I remember when he texted me and I was like. You know what I mean? Like, not that it was a joke, but I, like, didn't take it that serious. Yeah. I was like, all right, you know what I mean? It must have just been something quick. Like, yeah. it'll be all right. You know what I mean? They can't kill the goat, you know? Uh, who's another one? I think it would be cool to collaborate with... I was a big, like, Gap Band fan. Like, back, like I like, like, 70s funk music. That was my yeah. pops always listened to. So, like, Charlie Wilson would be very dope. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like, Charlie Wilson would be a phenomenal yeah. one to link up with. I respect a lot of music outside of hip hop. So yeah. there's a lady named, I don't know if you guys listen to her, but her name's Snow Allegra. And I believe she's uh, from Sweden. I don't want to misquote, but uh, yeah, she makes phenomenal music. Uh, Brent Fires would be cool. I like the way he sings. Uh, who's a couple other ones? Always like the, you know, the 2000 like R&B divas. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it would be tied to that. Yeah, because yeah, I've, I've always respected R&B music just in general, and it has a big influence in my music. And so... Uh, who's another one? It'd be cool. Like I was a big Dave Matthews fan. It'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, it'd be That'd wild. Be, I don't know how I do it, you know. Yeah. But it'd be yeah, it'd be a fun one. Um, who's some other ones? I guess in regards to hip hop, Cole and Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, Lupe, just because like it, it would challenge me. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> you don't ever like to be like, oh, I'm gonna get washed. But yeah. it's like if somebody's like, I'm gonna go play LeBron in one on one. It's like you're gonna give your best, but you're probably still gonna yeah. get washed. <laughs> so that's how. That's kind of how I feel. Uh, that's, that's definitely a, you know looking at just that artistry and like you know the people you named is like those are, those are definitely some you know really going back to you know Nipsey yeah um, I noticed like there's there's a difference from when like an artist dies right yep. and like people will put stuff on Facebook for like a week and mm -hmm. like you know say oh my god I can't believe you know we yeah. lost you know all that stuff but they don't really and it fades it. yeah exactly like you guys went you know like you could tell like it really meant a lot to like you know you and a couple other people i know but like you know even to the point where like uh there was you guys had like a wake here and uh mm -hmm. you know over at this culture park and everything yeah. like that like that's just something that you know definitely is just you know really cool to see is like sure. 
Thanks, you know, man. living the legacy of somebody like like for me like one of the artists that like i was really like you know over the past like decade was like mac like mac mm-hmm. was, like that was what it was to me because there's like times in my life where his music got me through stuff like just a lot of his like uh newer stuff like kind of around like a certain point in time like like uh but you know there's artists that can really impact you know somebody's life and yeah. that's just you know with nipsey like it definitely i could see that um do you feel like his like album like with victory lap with mm-hmm. just in general do you feel like that kind of paved you into like the artist you are the you know the person you are like, i feel i've been listening to nipsey for like a decade i remember getting introduced to him back when i lived in vegas mm-hmm. and so obviously like his music is going to creep in from and so with la only being about four hours yeah, away definitely. and so i remember just watching his movement in general you know and he never really had like the commercial like fame or mm-hmm. because i grew up in the time where like drake and kendrick and those guys were like really taken off yeah. and they had like the cosigns from Lil wayne or jay-z and um and so I think that his music in general just kind of always like spoke to me just because he was never rapping about anything that was like fictitious, you know, like it was just he's speaking on some real shit, man. Like I, re- I always respect that. And being somebody that really didn't grow up in that environment or like get to see those things, it's always like I, I respect people that can paint that picture for somebody that really, you know what I mean, doesn't doesn't have the opportunity to live that life or um was I guess in a, in a different regard was blessed enough to not have to see some of those struggles, you know. And so I'd say just in general, him him is a an idol or somebody that I like really aspire to be like or have a kind of impact or legacy that he's going yeah. to leave forever. Yeah, like I feel like the culture shifted heavy, 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 heavy when he passed away, and it hurt for, like people from. Um, I don't know, star athletes to, you know what I mean? People that are living in, on the corners in like Florida, you know, like there's people just, uh, he touched everybody. And so it's like, if we, if we can have some kind of lasting impact like that within our, our, our sound, that would be, yeah, that would be monumental. Definitely. I wanted to talk about, you spoke a little bit about the music scene here and, so, and how you were giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the music scene here locally in Des Moines? I enjoy it. I enjoy what, being a part of it. I enjoy the growth of it. Um, everything you know I remember hopping on the scene kind of like back in 2014 I'd say is really once I started gaining a little more confidence just in myself Um, uh, shout out to Isaac Joe uh, over at Woolies Uh, he saw light in me after I don't know what performance it was you know but we were able to kind of build a connection there and then just kind of create like a platform again to just let artists get their shine on essentially you know like I don't know. I, I collect all my posters, you know, yeah. uh, from every show. You know, I got a wall in my room where it's just it's like humbling, and they're all just like doors in my memory, so I can just go back to them like immediately upon looking at them. Mm-hmm. What do you think? So you said you really got that confidence at 2000, in 2014. Mm-hmm. What do you think um, has changed ever since that? Those past years. Uh, my work ethic. Work. You know, yeah, more than anything, my team, my focus, and my grind. Uh, above all else and I feel like that's any, anybody that's really going after something will tell you like will tell you the same you know I started with an idea and I might have been motivated by the wrong reasons you know what I mean I feel like a lot of people get into rap for XYZ for money power fame women yada yada and I couldn't say that I was above that by any means you know there's like a, a lustfulness that comes to this lifestyle um, but then it, it just kind of started to shift you know um, through a, like a serious relationship that I was in and just you, you kind of start to see life differently the older that you are and the, I think it's just a maturation process uh, just in general 
But how do you think the music scene here has changed? I think it's grown exponentially. People are getting like opportunities. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like we still need to open up. J- Drake coming here in 2016 yeah. was huge. Yeah. You know, like I feel like I don't know that like artists really took into account how big that was for yeah. for him to come. Um, but, I thought it was crazy. Like you spoke about that and how he had the whole Drake. Uh, university jacket yeah. on and how he went to go visit them it was, yeah. it was all that crazy it was on the news yeah, yeah. he shipped and it was like <laughs> i don't know like in in atlanta or something that wouldn't have been that big of a deal you know what i mean but yeah. des moines never sees shit like yeah. that and yeah. so it was like it was cool because people was like i don't know you couldn't sleep on us anymore and yeah. it was just like he brought twenty thousand people out you know and it's like Des Moines is usually considered a flyover state or a yeah. drive-through state when people are going on on tour. You know, you'd rather go to Omaha, Chicago, St. Louis, Minneapolis, and just avoid Des Moines in general. But there's yeah. a lot of money here and there's a lot of talent in, in too. So I don't know. Yeah, no, I I feel like definitely uh, with Des Moines music scene, something that I've touched with like just talking with Manny and stuff is I feel like a lot of times there's like certain like groups of artists, which mm-hmm. I mean it's with anything, but I feel like if people got together more and like kind of either not even collaborate just like you know work together like sure. like how you guys are doing with you know you and space and teller like you know everybody like yes, if that was more in des moines i feel like it would make such a better impact for people to see you know what's going on here because yeah. there's groups that you know people will know and everything but if the des moines in general had something that even like a record like you know just something that yeah. could like definitely impact you know the des moines artists yeah. because we need a radio station I'm yeah. saying, I mean, that's why, I mean, like, uh, that's shout out Tyreek in 98 through yeah. the vibe, but I know that he's very restricted by the business yeah. side yeah. of we the We need radio, something you know, that so. can, like, literally showcase, you know, people. And, like, we're trying, you know, like, with sure. our stuff, we're trying to do that. 100%. But that's only on, um, one, it's got to grow. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. It's like, exponential. One, one other thing that, like, I was mentioning uh, to Manny was, like, I don't even see why, like, you know, a Des Moines showcase of, you know, like a Des Moines showcase of artists, um, you know, showcasing, you know, your guys's talents on a bigger stage like sure. Wells Fargo Arena like something like that like is that something that you guys have as artists in Des Moines have pictured or like yeah actually one of my goals it's actually the first goal on my list I wrote down my goals about a few months back and it was wild to just see kind of things pan out just in the short amount of time like just the law of attraction speaking it into existence uh, things like that but yeah the first thing I wrote down was to sell out Wells Fargo and I don't know when that'll happen you know but that is definitely a dream of mine that I hope I get to accomplish before my time expires. And so just in general, I think that uh, that's what CultureCon, you yes. know what I mean? Just yes. show, yeah, shout Everybody out Woolies. Yeah, shout out Lavish, shout out UVT, Psycho, Grand Avenue Ruckus, like everybody that was like truly a part of like that show, like that showed us things that, that had never story, happened. Yeah. yeah, and it was just like, that was that, that was crazy. That was the first one that sold out. So it's like, what do you do for year two? Do you move it to Wells Fargo? You yeah. know what I mean? Like what's the what's the play now because it's just like we're it's we're capable of doing anything it's just the implementation you know a lot of people don't want to put in that groundwork like doing all the extra like things suck you know the attention to detail sucks like regardless of how people try to like glorify it or hype it up like doing all the monotonous things that everybody doesn't want to do sucks and so the more we can drive that out of people and inspire people to be like just see the big picture keep looking at it you know Definitely. Uh, what would you say you'd like to see change, whether it's local or national, kind of in music? Mm-hmm. Is there any like one particular thing that you could think of? That's. I remember speaking with my sound engineer Anthony uh, Maldonado. Shout out AM Mixes. He's the reason behind a lot of the sound in the city, just in general. 
Um, but he, he was asking me, he was like, there's, there's always just like huge paradigm shifts in music, I feel like. And he was asking me like what I thought the next one was going to be. And this was months ago. This was months before Nipsey passed. And I was like, the, the, the pop, like fuck shit is going to go away. Excuse my language. I apologize. Oh, you know what I mean? Awesome. But like the, the, I don't know, the popcorn bullshit was going to fade eventually. You know, it always does. Like but we had our shout out to soldier boy. He, he changed the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like that ringtone rap. And then it was like, we got hit with like Lil Wayne's like real smack in the face. And then we got like the Drake wave with the Coles and Kendricks, like where they really started rapping about things. And now we're kind of back in that, that limbo area. Mm-hmm. And I always knew that like, or always just thought that like there was going to be like a, an activist, uh, you know what I mean? Like a, a community outreach, give back. Like that was going to be like the, we have to start rapping about real shit and really implementing that stuff into our music and work. Like the flashy shit is always cool. You know what I mean? There's a reason that Kings wore crowns. You know what I mean? It's just like people enjoy that kind of thing, but it's just, it's a lot bigger than that now. And I think the passing of Nipsey showed that too. There was a tweet the other day, Metro Boomin', like it's no diss to him. I ain't never met the man, but he posted a, a, a picture of his chain and somebody like requoted it or retweeted it and it was yeah. like yo it's just whack bro what are you doing for your community like yeah. that's sick like another fifty thousand dollar chain you could have changed a lot of fucking lives with yeah. that, that you know and so it's like the the over flamboyant the over like consumption the capitalism shit is like dying out now i want to say dying out because like i don't think i think the system's too big to really fail but like the I don't know. That's why a lot of artists push their albums back. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of artists were like, I don't even, I can't even release no shit. You know what I mean? If it ain't speaking like Nipsey was talking, or yeah. if it's not talking about like some progressive change, people don't really want to hear that. I know for damn sure yeah, I don't want to yeah, hear that yeah. shit. You know? And it's just like, you can't, you can't keep rapping about shit you don't have. You can't keep talking about the money you almost got. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's dead. It's, I mean, it's forever exactly going to be what dead. That's happened with uh, Lil Pump. He released an album and uh, it didn't do at all what he thought it was gonna yeah. do and the whole album is just basically the same shit about, about yeah it's garbage yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's for what it is Sorry. yeah like <laughs> it's just the same thing you know repeating himself especially after like gucci yang and then it's just you know what i mean like i feel at least in my opinion like now artists have to step it up and like actually tell a story correct i think that's what people like to hear and people forgot like that's what hip-hop was based off you know this came from like storytelling off the block like people were just talking about their lives and i there's always been a braggadocious thing that comes along with hip-hop like i have it you don't you know what i mean you could from like literally from the beginning of this into harlem to where it's at now people have always spoken in that manner you know but there's there's a lot that can be done with that once you gain like gain that i don't know that precedent and so i feel like it's we're challenging people you know to just come up with it you know yeah like you better do this shit for real yeah. like whatever it is it really don't matter what it is like the, that's why i respect yeah. y'all y'all take this podcast as serious oh, yeah. you know what yeah. i'm saying like wh- whether it's the vintage you know what i mean like whatever it is like y'all better do that shit like for real or it's the, there's no real point in doing this because like the the Instagram. I was just having. We was just at uh, at brunch for Neil's uh, birthday. Shout out to Neil. Neil clothing. Yeah. But we was talking about just like how Instagram is kind of like changed things, or just social media in general has changed because it's like we used to just get like the we could watch a development in the process you know what i mean like but there's no all we see is like the final picture you know what i mean guys and girls take 48 pictures before they post that selfie you know what i mean so you don't see all the edits you don't see all the work that went into it you don't see all the like the little like again the monotonous little things you know and it's just like we've created this 
this false sense of hope yeah. and now everybody's kind of like that's where anxiety's coming from yeah, you know yeah, people yeah. are like oh my god I don't have what so and so has my life is so worthless and it's like nah you just ain't found you yet yeah. you know what I mean you ain't fell in love with yourself and this life yet exactly. and so I feel like just I don't know that's what I'm demanding out of myself yeah. and so it's it's super hard for me to relate with anybody that's not doing that it's no disrespect I respect every piece in, or piece in, person and being walking on this on this planet yeah. from insects to you know what I mean to the to the greatest man or woman but it's just like there better be passion behind yeah. whatever you're trying to do or exactly. please don't come around that's me like <laughs> you know yeah like we were just talking about that is there's such a and like that's a, a definitely a good point with the Instagram like that's something I feel too it's yeah. like Instagram or social media in general mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the finished product yeah yeah it's, yeah it's everything whether it's posting something about a piece of clothing or posting a couple pic mm-hmm. and like and you know smiling for the picture and everything yeah. like that like there's there's the real shit that's behind the scenes and everything that people right. don't see and like that's just something you know huge that I feel like people need to kind of show more for and sure like you know just the behind the scenes stuff and uh with yeah the change in music i can definitely you know see that like it, you're not going to be able to rap a three-minute song about a chain anymore like you know what no. i mean like you, know, you can you know you can. like it's but just b- it's, niggas ain't feeling this yeah, shit no more exactly, period exactly like. and <laughs> it's just yeah it's definitely changing um you know going with you know just yourself and like your music and mm-hmm. you know where do you see yourself going in the next few years and um kind of from here to you know let's say you know five years from now kind of where do you see yourself going musically and just as a person i hope i also wrote on my goal list to be one of the greatest to ever do it you know and i don't know i I didn't really pigeonhole myself into the greatest rapper the greatest philanthropist or the greatest mogul you know that there's a lot that can determine what great is you know um so I just hope that I can continue to build not only my craft, you know, I feel like my craft is my platform. So that always has to get precedent and that always gets priority, you know, because it's like as soon as that stops, all the other things don't really matter. You know, like if Drake put out some whack shit, everybody would question it and be like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? The reason we love you is because you make brilliant things. You know what I mean? And we love your legacy that you're leaving behind. And so, yeah, I mean, I want to build. I want to buy back the block you know what i mean luckily like through our friends we were able to purchase a home uh and over actually by north like right off of our sixth and what's cool is like i don't know if you want to say like they're gentrifying the block you know what i mean as soon as that starbucks or that caribou coffee come up like we're gonna we'll know what it is but they're putting in the bike lane you know what i mean once that happens you know it's cracking in that town but like like it, it's cool to me because we could have gone and bought a house and it's no slight to Westmore and Clive but like that's the comfortable side yeah, you know what yeah. I mean like there's no I don't know I would much rather yeah. build where like people are nervous to or build yeah. you know what I mean like and be like this is ours this is a safe house this is where you come to do this yeah. like you know what I mean I, I, I was very very impressed with the fact that Nipsey was able to be a part of like yeah. buying black, back like where he used to sell mixtapes out of yeah. you know what I mean like he sold mixtapes out of the trunk of the complex in which now he owns and his yeah. family owns like what the hell like that's the coolest thing like yeah. no chain no car no yeah. nothing that can implement that yeah. that that feeling of like worth you yeah. know and so yeah I just want to give my brothers a platform and continue to make the the city grow you know there's so much talent here and just way way past music you know there's just like through music and networking like I've met people from the the highest regards into like what their crafts are and it's really really cool to be like 
the respect that they have for the city, you know, because like a lot of people, if you're not from Des Moines, you don't really understand Des Moines, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> and it always takes somebody moving away to, for them to really respect it yeah. because it's like, I don't know, I haven't been all over the world by any stretch, but I've been to a lot of places and yeah. there's not like, there's not, this is, there's very unique energy that's in this city right it's now. It's, it's you know? a growing, it's a growing energy. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a different vibe. And like we spoke on it before where I feel like this year is just going to be, the, the year of growth it's yeah. gonna be it's just gonna be a different year there's so many creative people out there that you know can do such great things here 100%. and like it's gonna be you know just different before it's not we're not gonna be a flyover state like you said anymore right, we're not right, gonna right. be i remember i was in california once and i was talking to somebody and they were from des moines isn't like, it just born there yeah. some shit i'm like what, what? <laughs> i'm like first of all mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know yeah. But, it's Nebraska. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's Nebraska. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's it's just changing. It's just really yeah. nice to see, and like, definitely you're you. You know, you're part of that change, and that's Thank something you, I can definitely respect. Um, if you if you had something, kind of just one final word, one you know, just one thing to kind of leave our listeners with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what would that be? Find what makes you tick, man. Um, whether that's it doesn't have to be music. It doesn't have to be cool. You can make anything cool. Like, what's really cool to me is when somebody is in love with themselves, not in no arrogant way, you know, not in a plastic Kim Kardashian type way, like, but like a real, like, this is who I am, and you can like me or love me, but I'm not changing for shit. I'm not, I'm not going to conform to anything that you're telling me to do. I don't, I don't need to, you know, like, study, really find out how we got here in regards to humans whether it's your race like do you do your lineage find out where you come from where your people come from respect respect like what people have done for you you know what you can do for others um continue to challenge yourself you know and become obsessed if i can only leave them with one thing it become obsessed with the process the final result don't mean shit if you're not obsessed with the process because i promise all of it won't mean anything and you'll get there and be like you know i was just so concerned with the the final destination i forgot about the journey you know and so yeah i think that's the most important thing man fall in love with this life because it's we don't know when it's happening definitely well we, we do want to thank you for stopping yeah, in. Man. we really appreciate, appreciate you it. man thank being you very much artist you know being oh, yeah. the 10th you know we just we definitely appreciate it yes sir appreciate the platform as always my brother thank you thank you of course you want to thank you know be well for dropping some knowledge and you know i i, I truly think that you know, those listening can take something from it and apply it to their own life. And uh, here we have someone who really supports the community, and it's shown not only through his music, but through his actions that he's done. And I think that it's really something that we need in our community right now. How do you think it went? Yeah, I think it went really well. Um, you know, just his mind is yeah. is definitely, like, he's got his, his head on straight. Like, he knows exactly what he wants to do, whether it's music, whether it's, um, you know, just the message that he's trying to spread. And I, I can really dig that. I think it's something that a lot of people can say stuff, but not a lot of people do stuff. And, it, uh, you know, actions speak louder oh, than nice. words. And, like, he, he definitely is, you know, a showcase of that. Like, him, you know, starting music and, like, you know, doing everything that he's doing with that. And, like, we were talking about the professionalism behind it. Um, that's, you know, that's one part. But then also the giving back to the community, um, you know, everything that he's doing with that is just huge. Like, that's something that I can admire. And then definitely, um, you know, for us, like, we always talked about that, just strive to be. Like, uh, it's, it's definitely a really dope thing. And, you know, him shedding light on a lot of issues, um, you know, like we talked about like um, on this episode in the interview, like, there's, there's things out there that people 
you know may not know about or you know just not want to speak out on or mm-hmm. like do things with but there's a lot of issues and if no matter what it is what no matter what your issue is and the, something that you're passionate about definitely go out there get involved volunteer um you know just showcase you know whatever it is that you, you guys are really passionate about um whether it's you know something that's you know a non-profit or anything like that but then also like your own passion of what you're doing like you said at the end like and like you know we're saying now just actions speak louder than words man it's it's a really you know big message uh, that he left with us and definitely appreciate him stopping by um kind of going into you know everything you know we do want to thank you guys for you know listening to us this is actually going to be our our first video that we're putting up yep. for the podcast so super we'll, excited super excited man so we're going to put up uh, his interview um on our youtube page the youtube page is going to be full drop tv um, that's going to have our podcast. It's going to have Manny with 99 behind the scenes. It's going to have me with uh, Rise Again Vintage on there. Um, just a whole bunch of you know really cool stuff. So you guys can check that out on YouTube. And then follow the Full Drop TV page on Instagram. Uh, we're starting that. We're going to get that running up here soon. Um, all of our videos that we're doing uh, with everything uh, should drop next weekend or on that Monday. So we're going to be coming out with some really great content for you guys. And you know just really excited about that super super excited about you know taking you guys behind the scenes and you know showing you guys like the footwork that has to go in and getting sneakers or even vintage i really want to show people um that you do have to put in work and um you know i i going back to the interview that we just did with be well i think something that definitely people should take and notice is that it's always good to support the community that supports you. Mm. So, like, also giving back to the community and not just asking the community to, you know, give you followers or likes or, you know, support you, but actually putting the money you make and whatever you can do to help the community strive and build is definitely something that we need to do more. Definitely. Um, as always, where you guys can listen to us uh, is going to be uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, and the Anchor app. Uh, you guys can like us on Facebook at Full Drop Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Full Drop Podcast. Um, like I said, subscribe to the new YouTube channel. It's going to be Full Drop TV. Uh, and then the Instagram page, Full Drop TV. And then you can follow me um, on Instagram. My, my personal page is RAV Phoenix, spelled just like the city. And then my shop's page is Rise Again Vintage. And you can shop online at riseagainvintage.com or check me out locally uh, at Illus Around. Uh, where can they find you, Manny? Uh, my personal is at 99Manny, all spelled out. Uh, my business page is at 90 underscore N-I-N with the 9 at the end. It's all spelled out. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Full Drop Podcast. See you in the next one. Peace. Peace.